This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, Richard. How are you? That's a loaded question, but it at is. this moment, right now, I'm fabulous. Wow, that's so cool. I mean, I happen to catch that you had done one of your wine and spirits events the other night. How'd that go? It was so my wine and spirit events now get sold out. I mean, they get sold out every time, but now I have all of March, March, March sold out. <laughs> um, and for two, I do two a month. And so it's a fun way that people can come and I read about 24 people in a night. And so, and with everything that's happened, with everything that's going on with my life. <laughs> yes, we know. Um, and I was like, so I just, it helps me working. I, I love uh, Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I always think to myself, uh, you know, as your friend and then somebody who loves you, I always think, you know, I just, I think we should just talk about you and how you're doing, but I know that talking about other people, it's weird. It's almost like that Tibetan meditation, Tonglen, where if you think about somebody else, it helps you or it right. heals and you. That, for instance, um, I had a great group on Tuesday, what day, Thursday, on Tuesday for two hours, and it was a group from a synagogue. And um, this person, Neil, who was so sweet, um, Neil Schumann found me through our podcast, and Hi, Neil. he um he sent a message to my assistant today because he didn't know I didn't I didn't say anything like my mom just passed and so did my dog but he listened to the podcast he's like please tell her how sorry we are for her you know that her mom and her you know and Chloe we we didn't know at the time but I, I didn't say anything because I don't want to take away from them and what they're you know I had I don't want to take away from anybody and what they're going through at the show on Monday night, for instance, I didn't say one word about anything that was going on until the end. And I just said, listen, I kind of understand what grief is like, and this is why. Um, Well, it's almost like a surgeon or a psychiatrist, you know, a therapist and people go and see them and they might spend 10, 20 years seeing them and never ask them, like, how are you doing? (laughs) It's, you know. I have, you know, my friends are all checking up on me. I'm so grateful for everybody that's reached out to me. I mean, the flowers that have been sent, the condolences, the, you know, it's, you know, being a medium doesn't mean we know everything on how to grieve. We know I'm, I am that surgeon that helps everybody else, but I don't know how to, you know, I meditate as if my life depends on it now every day. And in the morning, you know, I was meditating and I, I'm the one that is actually speaking at the funeral on on Saturday, this Saturday, my mom's funeral in two days. And I'm reciting a poem that I wrote her when I was going through a very difficult time of how she helped me. And she has that written in her will that she wants me to say this poem that I wrote in 2007 to her because oh, sweet because it helped her stay alive. And I was so like, so I was going through it. My, you know, meditation is not supposed to be like that, but I all of a sudden just burst onto tears. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. I'm speaking for the family. And so I'm like, there's been so many, you know, and I could feel my parents going, don't cry, don't cry. Look at, we're here. We're happy. We're by, you know, we're now, we don't even have our kids, but we're taking care of you guys, but look at us. Woo-hoo. Like, <laughs> And it's just so, 
I, I just burst into tears and that happens all the time now. And I just have to be okay with it and navigate. And it's, it's just interesting because I thought I'm just going to deal with this by myself, but there's no way, you know, right. Freddie, my husband had a tantrum over something and I'm like, take your battles. <laughs> and I stomped off. I'm like, why would you do this right now? And it was something so stupid. And I left my phone and I went down, I slammed the door, went downstairs, some stuff that I, I never do that. And then I, I just started laughing. I'm like, this is just, and I'm like, Damn it, my phone's up there. So I walked back upstairs and he grabbed the phone and he just looked at me and he started laughing. And we both started laughing. We're like, this is so stupid. But it was just, it was funny. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> he's just, he was just like, I'm so, you know, we just had to laugh because there's so many emotions that happen with grief that yeah, sure. it was okay for, you know, and that was something that we've learned. It's okay to grieve and still be happy. And I have to, it is a constant effort to realize that it's going to be okay. That this is, that I'm not going to get over this, but I'll learn to coexist with it. And it'll come, the waves of pain and grief will come and go. And they still are with my dad. Now it's like in a rolling tumbler, you know. Yeah, like, like a roller coaster. I mean, you know, I answer questions on Quora a lot on our forum, Hacking the Afterlife. And people often, you know, when, you know, we talk about stuff in a lighthearted way. And, you know, we talk about our loved ones being close by that they can actually make fun of us, tease us, observe us. And then, you know, some people just can't, they don't want to even wrap their minds around it because they're in so much grief and it's so much trauma and so much sadness. And sometimes they project that feeling into other cultures and other groups and, you know, the world at large, so much suffering going on. Well, you know, I just, my first client, my first client today, this lovely woman, April, her friends, her sisters, who one of the sisters listens to this podcast and they, they got together and bought her. Uh, reading with me and she lost her son and the grief I just I can't imagine I've, like I know I lost my mom but losing a child is on a whole different level of grief right? yeah. yeah and just the pain that people feel you know with that and I don't even know I brought that up but it, it was so sweet that people People well, it's that idea that, you know, we're all, you know, people all over the planet are suffering and dealing with these kinds of things. And it's our kind of mission here in our podcast is to help people navigate that, to realize that it doesn't end, that people are on the other side. They've gone home, which can be problematic for some people to consider, but they are their home. And so... It's almost like saying we wish they were still on stage with us. Well, okay, but they're home and they still exist, and we can talk to them. We can ask them questions. My daughter, but my daughter, real fast. My daughter brought up a good point today. She goes, she goes, Grandma's going to be mad if you if you die. She's going to have to share dad. She didn't want to share dad with anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> which was so funny to me because it's true. Like, she loved my dad so much. You know, it's just the whole thing is. It was very funny coming from my daughter, the wiser one. Well, the other weird part is I do know children, some that I know intimately, who go to funerals and see the person who has passed away, like standing on the stage or standing behind the people, you know, and they're just toddlers. And then later on they go, um, did you not see him standing right behind everybody? They were talking about him. 
<laughs> we're like, no. Yeah, well, he's right there. And so that just adds another level to it. They're they're yeah. observing our grief and they're doing their best to help us with our grief, but at the same time. Um, and I was re I've been working on oh, oh go ahead. I just Luana popped in real fast. Oh, thanks. I was just about to say. I was just gonna and I was just, talking about Luana. Right. So Prince popped in and he just popped in again. Okay. And I, I don't oh, Well, let's not. ask him what's up. Mr. Purple One, what what do you want to say? What's going on? You do no, come by with no, great observations about life. Go ahead. Matthew Perry actually popped into my first reading too. I'm sorry. Uh, it's interesting. Matthew Perry and Prince. Oh, Matthew so Perry. Okay. I know. Okay. Just give me a second. Sure. Oh. Uh, So the song came on, a song came on when I was crying and it was Prince and I just started laughing and I felt him like dancing around and it was a song I'll die, you know, I will die for you, that song. Yeah. And I, and I just, I don't, I can't, and it could have been, I'm pretty sure it was that one. Um. Yeah. And so I'm just finding it, just give me a second. He, well, what he said, he goes, I was there. I'm the one that put that song. We could do the same thing too. I put that song. I will die for you. Because that song is so funny if you think about it, because no one dies. <laughs> well, that's an unusual observation. Like no one no one dies. They just exit the stage like you say. Um and by the way, if you hear some hammering and pounding in our in our building next door, there somebody's still in construction, so I apologize construction in santa monica or manhattan beach what yeah really all day long so prince i will die for you meaning people don't die but what is it you want to talk about because popping in means you got on the guest list and how'd you do that no it's a different meaning give me a second hmm that's interesting um he just said he goes if you think about it you know, like, for instance, we'll use my dog as an example. Mm -hmm. I now have so much more freedom because my Chloe's not, you know, we couldn't leave Chloe alone. We couldn't, you know, and if you think about the song, I will die for you so you can be free um, in a different way. That's what he's showing me. He's like, mm. even though we don't die, sometimes people leave so we can live. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting way to put it. It's not the way we think, because we'd much rather have them here. But um... Prince, what is it you want to say? You're always welcome here. He just showed me like, the, I know you're with the galaxy, but he showed me like the world's, you know, spinning and how people are stepping off. Um, but he's showing me a circle how. Say again. So thank you from like the loss that you feel there's, oh, there's always an equalizer, like with something that you're going to gain. Oh, like a balance. I'm holding up a picture of Prince for Jennifer's amusement. Like Cute. I don't know where this came from. I don't know where I got this. Very strange. Prince. You don't have to know why. He's like, it's crazy that people think of it as, as it's happening to you. 
like I had to get out of my head going, why is all this happening right now? Like what's going, like what's happening? Um, there's just always different things. There's different reasons why things happen. And so the part of it is a balance. He's saying, you know, like the yin yang of life, you know, you, if things go out and then things come in and sometimes they have to make room for things to come in. Right. Right. Oh, my back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. He says, everyone lives, but not everyone loves to live. Interesting. So yeah. why is that? Why, why do people choose some lifetimes that are difficult that they don't really appreciate while they're here? It's their path. We shouldn't judge it. So they're learning lessons that we don't really understand, but sort of apply to all of their lifetimes. You tap your nose, meaning that's right in the nose. Or it might be they're living their life so somebody else can fulfill what they need to fulfill. That they've actually come here, agreed to be part of the journey to help someone else. Mike, don't show me. He just showed me a politician. Oh, okay. You mean like a politician might, what? What does he mean by that? divide the country and blah 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 and blah 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 wonder who that is i have no idea <laughs> oh my gosh you know we have another year of politics coming up and and people don't know who just turning in for the first time or the last time that yeah. we did have a conversation with joe biden's son and donald trump's father but jennifer didn't know who i was invited in and there were just two people one guy was named don and i forget the son's name pardon me but they had a very interesting take on on their relatives on the planet and their reason for being on the planet and the stuff that they stir up that helps people to find you know truth within themselves or to fight against it or to be part of it or et cetera, et cetera. It was a fascinating conversation, which I'm sure I'll post <laughs> as we get closer. And which I'm sure I will get to listen to it for the first time. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, Luana, our friend on the flip side who moderates our class. Hey, Matthew Perry now. Hold on. Oh, I'm okay. Thank you, Matthew. Sorry. I didn't mean to elbow you out of the chair. Thank you. He kept showing up because it was a very similar passing to somebody that I saw, and I just didn't understand it. Ah. I'm like, you confused me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've asked him about his journey. But ultimately, it was that. It was before. It was some of the similarities of the two. But what is he, now you've been, oh, you've been off planet for a little bit and, or for a minute. What well, is it, what's your observation and what have you learned since you've been? He <laughs> <laughs> Well, talk about that. What does that mean? What's your experience on the flip side? Share it, please. Oh, that's sweet. He just showed me somebody else. Hold on. He showed me Rob Lowe. Don't know why. Oh, I listened to one of his podcasts. He's like, I'm the one that is pushing you to listen to one of Rob Lowe's podcasts. And it had to do with Oprah, which was interesting. Um, interesting. He said it's so much fun. It would be like surf. If you were a surfer, it'd be like catching the tallest wave. It'd be like, he's like, you realize why anything's possible. Have you gone surfing, Matthew? 
He said he did, but he didn't like being cold. I mean, on the flip side. I don't mean on the planet. Oh. That's my question. Because we did talk to Rob Lowe's friend, Bill Paxton, who appeared yeah. on Rob Lowe's podcast talking about surfing on the flip side. And they surf together. There's a whole group that surfs. Okay. They learn about the oceans and water and what we could do. Hold on. We'll talk about that a little bit. How? What do you learn? How to create it? The ecosystem. And how to... How how to not destroy it. So, but let me ask you, so while you're learning about that, how does that help people back here or does That's it? It does, but he said, if you learn so much over there, and this is something that my dad always said, because the only thing you take with you is knowledge, right? And it's vice versa they're showing me. And the only thing you can go back when you, you know, you'll have access to your lives and you'll have access to what you've learned Granted, we get that shield of you don't know who you are when you get here, but eventually things start coming back. And so if they if you get pounded in, not by the surf, but by saving the planet or by, you know, or learning how to save the planet or learning from, you know, can you show me again? Okay. He's like, go ahead. You're saying it. <laughs> so, but... Matthew, we've heard that people have classrooms on the other side. Are you attending any classes? Every classroom, he says, he can get his light into. Yes. And so give us a, a highlight. What are a couple of classes that you've been taking that you were learning new things? He said that he took a class with my dad with the um, eight arms lady. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And what, what did let before we talk about that for a second, but Space. what did you learn there? Space. Space. What else? Oh my gosh, she's making fun of me. My daughter is in a class called Dynamics. I'm like, I'm dynamic. What do you want to ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's she's funny. Like, Mom, she's like, it's physics on crack. <laughs> it was a, it's like that. dynamics. Well, for the people tuning in for the, like I say, the first or last time, we've had a number of conversations with a teacher on the flip side in a classroom. Uh, Jennifer's father, Jim. Ma Durga is how she's referred to on the planet by is a Hindu deity because she has eight arms. But what's really mind bending is about two weeks ago, I did a, a guided meditation with a, a person and we accessed a classroom in her lifetime, her afterlife, and it was the same teacher. And she came forward and said, Richard, we've already spoken before. But anyway, go ahead. What are you what are you observing? Well, this was very i don't know if i mentioned this last time um how my mom passing on valentine's day what that was like what it meant so valentine's day fell auspiciously rarely also on vasant panchami or p-a-n-c-h-a-m-i panchan panchan lama which celebrates the birth of goddess saraswati saraswati yeah who like represents that. the aspect of the Divine Mother, the Holy Trinity, or Tri-TV? Sorry. That is the source of all knowledge, music, arts, wisdom, and learning. Vasant is known also as the first day of spring, the movement of the sun to give more light to the planet, bringing new life into creation as spring blooms and winter reefs, resides, rebirth. How incredibly auspicious. Your mother chose that day to rejoin the Divine Mother. Who wrote that to you? Um, my very good friend. He is actually a neurosurgeon, brain surgeon. 
um, a child sing. Very good. Very good. Well, Matthew, we have you here. Do you want to bring Ma Durga forward, your teacher, if, you know, and ask her? He's, he's laughing. He's like, she's really busy. <laughs> Hold on. We he's know, but she has talked to us on our podcast before. So does she have a minute? Else wants to come through that little elf. Oh, my gosh. So listen, we're they're outside of time. It's not hard for Ma Durga to come by. But Jennifer is now referring to a librarian who we've yeah. spoken to a number of times. So please, let's bring him forward. What does he want to be called today? He's given us different names in the past. Five. Five. That's the name he's used before. So, really? Yeah. So five, which is non-denominational. It's not male or female. I do That's remember so all this stuff because I also write about it. But five, thank you for coming forward. Before I ask you a bunch of inane questions, tell us, what do you want to talk about? What is it that you're here to converse about? With me. Hold on. He put me in my own mind's eye. Give me a second. Is it her abilities or herself personally? Well, he showed me, I believe, I remember, I think, um, he showed me how he took took us to the um, Akashic Records with oh, my Akashic dad. Akashic Library. Correct. Yes. That was the first time we met him. We Jim right. took us to a library and we met the librarian. And anyway, go ahead. What do you want to talk about that? Said, let's go there with your mom. All right, let's do that. Can we? That'll be lovely. Please. I'm like, as long as you don't make me lose it again. Well, um, it might happen, but, you know, uh, we can yeah. handle it. All right, so, but focus on five. That'll help you a little bit. And, uh, okay, your mom, your name is Linda. Right? Linda. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Linda, first of all, I just want to say thank you for showing up on our podcast. I appreciate you, and you know I was a big fan. And I know this is going to be hard for Jennifer to do, um, but, you, but you know, I, so we had a lot of laughs. We know that. But Linda, I'm going to ask you the same questions that I asked um, your husband, Jim. So, so go ahead. Okay. Let me let me see real fast about five. Go ahead, please. He's taking my hand. He's walking me somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> he put me in seatbelts, like a seatbelt, like a Theric seatbelt for some, some ride. Are you talking about you or your mom? Me. You, okay. So he's got you buckled in. All right, here we go. <laughs> we just went, okay, I see my mom and dad, and they're at that beach again that I saw them at. That's right. You saw them in a dream and a beach. Now they're getting in the they're getting in the vehicle. Oh, come on in! Space like I don't know shuttle thing. It feels like I'm at Disneyland. <laughs> okay. So describe what you're seeing as we go to this library. But he said that he goes, he goes. We're taking you this way, but it's it's just it's really just a place in your mind that you can go to instantly. And he says he wants to share that with us. So that other people can do the same with their own parents or their own loved ones or their own animals. Oh my goodness. Um, Hira's with us. And Hira. so Robert Town's dog. Hello, Hira. That's very so let me ask you five while you're doing this. Is does this help by having other frequencies around you that you're familiar with? So you can yes, all go together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's Thank more, you. It's more engines on the Field trip. It's more engines more on the engines on the field trip. I love more that. 
more energy. More energy. Okay. Or, or the same energy, but you need. Hold on. We're going into the Akashic Records. Here we it's, go. And describe what you're seeing as we enter, as we get closer. What do you see? Oh my gosh. I just feel like I said, it feels like a roller coaster in space. And we're just hitting like winds going really fast. But there is no wind. I can't explain it. There, I've heard, we've heard I that. Super far. I feel very far away. Deep. Very far away. Yeah. Is, it, is her Akashic Records in this universe or in another one, another realm? Way, they're way far away. Way far away. Okay. But he's laughing as he says it. Okay. Oh. My mom's talking to me. I feel like we're doing a future past life regression right now. That's what it feels like. That's to me. what it feels like. Oh, wow. Hold on. I, I, by the way, I just saw a uh, orb go by the back of your head. Very strange. I don't know what that's about. Uh, so go ahead. Uh, what are you guys talking about? What is she saying? If you can share it. She's holding onto my hand. That's why I'm trying to contain myself. Um, about how old does she appear when you're holding her hand? She's probably 40, 45. I'm, I'm, yeah, she showed me a picture of us on the beach. So, Linda, can you show Jennifer something from her library or your library, a book of your life that Jennifer's not aware of that might be interesting, like when you realize there was something weird about your daughter? My dad's leading the way. He took my mom's hand and I'm following him. And five's already there. And he's like with a little wand. With a wand. Wow. He's making it very theatrical for the audience. Okay. So five is the yeah, conductor. Yeah, he keeps saying, it goes again, it's not anything outside of you, but maybe that's a way that you can get there um, in your mind if you, you have a two, if you have a, um, if it's challenging to connect to. And so he's showing this space for everybody else, that everyone can do this, but they also have to believe that they can. Hold okay, on. believe that you can and then do that. Right. Right. Would it help to imagine you five? I mean, you you do look a little bit like Yoda. I mean, they could imagine Gorgu or or Grogu, whatever his name is. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, or even the number five. We like that. That's funny too. Um, hold on. So voila, the wand comes around, and what are you showing our friend here? It's just a big. It's like a bright, bright light, and it feels like it has everything that's ever been written about my life huh. so it's this life or other ones other ones so all of them yeah and well, like, it's yeah. like a round circle if you can think of a big round white circle with numbers and letters and like equations and just everything just going like in layers and layers and layers and layers it almost feels like the atmosphere in the planet, like it, to me, it, it feels like what the center of the earth would feel like almost. I don't so know everything's it. sort of like, is it all stationary or, or is it moving? All moving or like being in the center of the ocean without being wet and having all the water go around you. Like swirling around. 
okay and uh do you want to pull one of those numbers down or figures down and open that up and take a look at it yeah what do you see it's that picture again of me when i was five interesting i'm wearing this plaid little dress it's my birthday i'm at my aunt peggy's house So it's this lifetime, but they're showing me the connection to a different lifetime. And what happened at Aunt Peggy's house? It's just my birthday. I don't know. Oh, um, so it's just a visual memory of that you were five years old. Not something you're really connected to, but something your mom and dad could be. But I'm connected to it, but it's something that happened this lifetime because I remember it. But give me, I don't know why they're showing it to me. They're showing sure. the connection to, to another one. All right, five. Show her the connection between the five-year-old and some other journey. Interesting. We were in upstate New York. Huh. It feels like we were Mormons then, too. In a previous journey. Like pilgrims? Yeah. Okay. Upstate New York. That's where they started. But we were all brothers and sisters. That's interesting. Like my mom, like it's interesting. So your mom and dad and you were all brothers and sisters in this past life memory. Was it relay or and Aunt Peggy? Was she there too? No. But I was five. I was I was five, and I I died on the way. I was very young. I got very sick. Oh, I see. In the in the traverse that people took back in the eighteen twenties and thirties, and so I died then. And then when I was young, I my mom's like I was three weeks late even coming here. I had this. My mom said I you know I was having seizures all the time, and they finally got me in where it was. Long. They believe this is part of my gateway to being able to do this is from my seizures that I had as a little kid and it mimics what like it's like at five years old that's when I started seeing things here ah and so because I, I asked your mom go to a memory when you knew that your daughter was a little weird <laughs> you might have missed that but it she's answering that and so yeah. what what was it what did your daughter say or do Linda when that was a little bit off or weird or was it just recognizing her from that previous lifetime it was recognizing her my dad too like i rarely got in trouble and i i mean my brothers would get hammered if they did anything that was remotely close my dad always just like he loved everyone my parents were the one thing you know that i when i'm looking at everything to talk about this this saturday is the fact that they taught us how to love you know they just all the time there was just no hesitation about love like you might have been done something wrong but we will take care of it we will handle it we love you they just had this unprecedented love for everything um for family anyway um so let, let's ask 
five. So why are you are you showing her this, or is it her parents showing her this, and and why should she talk about this when said, he, he said that it's me showing me this with my parents. It's all of us, but we're we're not individual. We're all together. We're not separate. And I'm just asking: Is this something she should talk about at the eulogy? Is this why you brought this up? It is something I should remember about how much love there is for the family, like how much. How much you guys were loved and how much love you learned from them. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty amazing. So in five, so this is pretty unusual. You don't really show up too often unless people, they usually, you know, find themselves in a cosmic library and then they see you. But in this case, you've shown up and brought us here. So what else would you like to show us, sir? We appreciate it. He just pushed me back. He's like, he just, it was just like one of those, and I'm back here. And we're back here. That we're was it? Here. Just that one thing that you wanted to talk about? And how connected I am with my parents, yeah. Oh, that's very kind. Well, five, we got a million questions for you, dude. Are you not, you're busy? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Um, he's gone i can't he's gone all right well that that's why he showed up to do that one thing i find that really fascinating luana what's your opinion about this or is there somebody that you were going to bring to our class to talk to us Just like, no, we're giving Jen a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And well, Matthew, you did show up. Uh, and what what did you want to impart? Other than the fact that, you know, you were reminding her that there was an... Go ahead. They're just saying that they're all there. They're going to be all at the service, which is very sweet. That is very sweet. There's going to be more people at the service in spirit than there actually is in person. And there's a lot of people that are going to be there in person. <laughs> Wow, that's great. Um, well, look, if you could just talk about that a little bit, Matthew or anybody, Luana. So when you we have a you know we have a funeral, we have a service, we have a memorial. Um, you know, how does it work for people on the flip side showing up? Is it just because they're attracted to everyone talking about their frequency, or is it something they you know a place for them to? Try to tell uh, people they're okay, or what? What is it? It makes everybody more open thinking about. It's a ripple effect because when you go to a funeral, you think about your loved ones. You think about the person that you're you're celebrating their life with, but you also think about the people that you miss, and they they're just like that's the time we can talk to them. That's the time we can get in there, and you know try to lift up their hearts, but also. Um, it's a time where people actually believe that there might be another side, you know. Right, might. especially those who have some kind of an experience or dream or or incident. Yeah. Like I say, you know, children who see people that are there that aren't there yeah. and the other people can't. And I'm just curious about the, you know, I try to focus on the filtering aspect, you know, like why is it that children don't have the filters and that, you know, elderly people just before they're passing they don't have the filters and they can see people that others cannot so you know what we're doing you and i is bypassing those filters or you know demonstrating that you you don't have them or you haven't had them i think that 
I think that there's a lot. Ooh, wow. I've been in the ethers too long. Um, I think that I asked him like, are people's shields coming up? Like, are they, are they, are, are the filters coming up? And they are, people are believing in this more and more. And, but yet the only, they're also sharing with me that we get in our own way. Even I do. I get in my own way all the time, you know, and with, and with grief, you know, we, I try to choose when and when and not to cry, which is crazy that I think I have any control over that. Uh, yeah, of course. So, and opening up my heart, trying to close it, thinking that it's not going to affect me is crazy in and of itself. And that's another thing that they just showed me. I just need to be okay with what happens and be vulnerable. And I've also noticed on Quora, because I get more of them, and that is people who feel like the filters have disappeared where they're you know talking to their loved ones or learning new information from them and and trying to figure out what does that mean or you know how can they process it and you know ah, luana gets the last word because we haven't really heard from her what do you want to say luana go ahead i love that you keep our memories like i love that you keep us alive within you memories are much more complicated and much more multi-dimensional than we realize they keep us connected to others it's not just a memory for the sake of a memory because again we you know 50 percent of our memories are not even accurate right well i've been going over some of our old uh the, in the interview with carl sagan and he said you know it's like the movie coco where as long as you read my work or hear my voice I still exist. Right. So, and and I think that happens over generations, you know, we go, come and go and we pass away and, and the who we were here still exists, but who we are there always exists. It's yeah. always there. Anyway, thank you so much, Jennifer, for doing this. And thanks to your mom, Linda, and thanks to Jim for coming by and <laughs> Matthew Perry and Prince. We appreciate you always stopping by, but I have to give special props to Five, the librarian of the Akashic Library. I was going to ask him because I met another librarian of an Akashic Library, and he was like, well, he that guy has another section of the library than I do, which was kind of interesting to really hear. Really interesting to, like... Yeah, like a separate librarian. Like, oh, I guess there's a few. Space and time, but watching myself do it, which was, you know, they're putting... It's very complex. It feels complicated, but it's not. It's just, you know. Well, it's beautiful to watch and it's beautiful to hear, as we do when we listen to you talk about the flip side, Jennifer. So thank you so much for your gifts and thank you for sharing them with the planet. And we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Love, Bye. love. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Amazon Prime.